0: good yes, he, is. Amen. he is a good God Amen. he is a Amen. wonderful Savior he is our Redeemer he is our deliverer he is the light he's the way the truth and the life yes, he is. anyone glad to be serving our good good awesome <laughs> holy righteous God He is our Savior. He is our Redeemer. He is our Deliverer. Somebody needs to just get excited. Jesus is good. Somebody, let's praise the Lord in this place. God is good. We need to know that God is good, He is good. And by the same note, just as good as our God is, this world is bad. We'll get there. Anyway, we're turning to the book of 2 Timothy, chapter 3, verse 1. This know that in the last days perilous times shall come. Turn away, for of this sort are they which creep into houses, lead silly women, lead captive silly women laden with sins, led away with divers lusts, ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Let's pray. Jesus, we love you and we thank you for all that you do. You are good, and you are holy. You are better than anything else that is going for us in this entire world. You are the one true, living, holy, righteous God. And I pray that you would help us today to hear what you have to say to us, that you would change us and that we would not just hear your word, but we would do your word also. In Jesus' name, we love you, Lord. Amen. God is good. But it is no secret that this world is not good. These last 20 months on this planet have been more chaotic than the entire uh, 24 that I remember before them. Um, Every time it seems we come to a stopping point for one issue, a new issue shows up. Somewhere around, uh, I, I didn't even, it didn't even cross my mind until I started looking at some stuff, but do you realize that January 2020, within the first three days, World War III was trending on Twitter. Within a couple more weeks, we were in impeachment trials for our president. The next month, a celebrity crushed so many people's hearts when a celebrity died tragically in a plane crash. And then by the next month, the entire world heard of this thing called COVID-19 shutting down every airport, museum, and even quite a few churches. And it seemed that maybe things would slow down because they said it was two weeks to slow the spread, that we would shut everything down. But really, I did not walk inside of another restaurant until several months later. And we didn't walk into these church doors until Mother's Day of that year. And really... If you go to some states and some countries, you'll still find that most of it is still shut down 20 months later. It's not that bad, but that's not what happened. It's just two weeks, but that's not what happened. And then, for about eight minutes, some policeman in Minneapolis had his knee on a man's neck It went viral on every social media platform. And we thought maybe this will calm it down after statues were built. A guilty verdict was handed out and several police stations are in fact defunded. People are still chanting no justice, no peace. We thought maybe a vaccine would stop COVID fears, yet that happened in November of last year. And it's nearly November of this year. And people are still arguing over vaccines. Ah. That that'll calm it down. That'll that'll stop it. We thought maybe once someone else gets in office, things will change with our political issues. But after three months of arguing over the election, and then the person that everyone was saying was the problem not being in office anymore we still argue over politics. We still send death threats to people with different political views. We still argue and argue and argue. And I only covered this country. (laughs) I didn't even touch on Afghanistan. I didn't even touch on Israel. I didn't even touch on Russia or even England. It's issues everywhere, guys. I've, I've heard Canadians complain. I've heard plenty of people complain. Every area. They complain in Australia. They complain in Russia. They complain in Israel. And they complain in Syria. It's, it's everywhere, guys. In the last days, perilous shit times shall come. And I'm not taking a stance on any of these views. I hope you notice. I'm not taking a stance on any of those views. I'm just shoving them out there saying these are your current issues, guys. These are the issues that face the world right now. It is chaos. But guess what, guys? It started that way. In the beginning God created the heaven and the earth And the earth was without form and void And darkness was upon the face of the deep I I hope I'm not falling on deaf ears when I say this This is the only stance I'm taking right now This world is in chaos That's my stance This world is in chaos I'm going to tell you what I'm talking about got birthed. I Ever since I was a little kid, I have loved newspaper comics. I've loved newspapers comics. I even read political com- cartoons. I was I read every one of them. I was even reading the political cartoons. I didn't know what they meant, but I read them because I liked them. I didn't know what an elephant stood for. I didn't know who that caricature was supposed to be because I didn't read the news back then. But hey, I, I, hey, funny face with bubbles coming out of it. I like it. So anyway, I, I love newspaper comics as such. I follow several of them on Facebook and Instagram. This one comic is. Uh, uh, it, it posted a cart, little cartoon with a rough little sketch in it, and it said. Um, my life motto until 2019, this too shall pass. My life motto in 2020, hopefully this will pass. My life motto ever since 2020, what on earth is happening? Yeah. And then the last panel, someone talking to the guy with, who's doodling and says, I'm sensing a downward trend. And the guy replies, I fear what comes next. this world is in chaos I responded to this comic (laughs) people didn't like my response (laughs) I said it's a quote I'm not 100% sure who said it I'm sure you can tell me if you're going to heaven this is as bad as it gets but if you're going to hell this is as good as it gets. <laughs> yep, Robert Acres. Yeah, Brother Robert Akers said that. See, this world is in chaos. But, hopefully, this second statement will help. This world is not my home. Hey, that's right. This world is not my home. I don't plan on staying here. I am not planted here. I am not planning on sticking my... Look, you may bury me on this planet, but I'm not going to have my body stay on this planet. And I am sensing a huge problem with too many people that don't seem to realize that this world is not where we are supposed to stay. We are not supposed to stay here. I don't care who exactly is sitting behind the desk in the Oval Office, whether it's Biden, whether Biden dies tomorrow and it's Kamala, whether they both die and it ends up being Nancy Pelosi. I don't care who's behind that seat. I don't care who's sitting in the governor's ch- chair in Frankfurt. I don't care who on earth is going to be in charge of this city, who's in charge of this county. That's not what we are here for. This world is not my home. I am not affected by who is behind the desk, wherever it may be. I don't care what ends up gracing the headlines. I don't care what ends up... if. If they decide to nuke DC tomorrow, I'm still serving the same God. If the if if the people in DC decide to nuke somewhere else tomorrow, I'm serving the same God. Whether or not they decide to make mandatory mask mandates, whether or not they make mandatory vaccinations, whether or not they end whether or not another Republican ever gets elected, whether or not Democrats decide that they're going to rule the country by a by Iron fist and declare that there are no more elections ever to happen again. We're just fine. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care. That's not the point. Guess what? No one in your entire Bible ever voted in an election. Yeah. Woo-hoo. Come on, hey. No one in your Bible got to vote in elections. They, When Jesus was born, it was a dictatorship. It was not even the kingdom that God had originally planted by the blood of David. By the throne of David was no longer in charge. It was a foreign government. Yeah, and some people have said in times past, oh, really, that foreign government wasn't so incredibly harsh. But indeed it was. Yeah. They were indeed basically slaves that could be told at any moment, you have to do this for me or you die. You have to do this for me or you're behind bars. I am not going to let you have your free speech. I'm not going to let you do this. I'm not going to let you do that. This world is not my home. You see... It says in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, in verse number 40, There are celestial bodies and bodies terrestrial, but the glory of the celestial is one, the glory of the terrestrial is another. There's one glory of the sun, another glory of the moon, and another glory of the stars, for one star differeth from another star in glory. So also is the resurrection of the dead. You may be sown in corruption, but it's raised in incorruption. It's sown in dishonor, it's raised in glory, it's sown in weakness, it's raised in power. It's sown natural and raised spiritual. There is a natural body and there is also a spiritual body. And so it is written, the first man Adam was made a living soul, the second Adam, the last Adam was made a quickening spirit, how be it. This was not first which is spiritual, but that which is natural, and afterward that which is spiritual. The first man is of the earth, earthy, the second man is the Lord from heaven, as is the earthy, such are also they that are earthy as is the heavenly, such as also they that are heavenly. And as we have borne the image of the earthly, so we shall bear the image of the heavenly. If you're confused, that's saying, guess what? Right now, you're flesh and bones. Right now, you can get sick. Right now, you can catch COVID, chicken pox, or the flu. But there is coming a day when you, if you have been changed into the spiritual, you don't have to stay that way anymore. If you have become spiritual, if you are spiritual, if you are headed for heaven, you don't have to live in the realm of the the physical. You don't have to stay physical. You don't have to stay the way that you are right now. You don't have to stay this way. You can change. You can be transformed. And you can say this world is not my home. Because the next verse says. Now this I say brethren. Flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Neither does corruption inherit incorruption. I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall be changed in the moment of the twinkling of an eye at the last trump. The trumpet will sound. The dead will be raised incorruptible and we will be changed. This corruptible must put on incorruption. There is coming a day where I don't care how sick you are. I don't care what bones you've broken. I don't care what disease you're living with. I don't care how your lungs are doing. I don't care how your heart is doing. I don't care what your brain has going on. If your spirit and that Spirit of God have been put together in covenant, if you've went down in the name of Jesus and been filled with the Holy Ghost, repented of your sins, and you're living a holy life, then you can say with Paul here, so when this corruptible shall have put on incorruption, this mortal will put on immortality, then will be brought to pass the saying that it is written, death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? The sting of death is sin. The strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, which gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as you know, your labor is not in vain in the world, Lord. See, here's where the struggle's coming in. We've got a lot of people these days. You've forgotten. We have forgotten. It's not about here. It's not about now. It's not about what the government's saying. It's not about what the doctor's saying. It's not about what the bills are saying. It's not about the bank statement. It's not about the job. It's not about the retirement plan. It's not about the stock market. It's not about the fact that people aren't liking you on the Internet It's not about the fact that you got bad grades. It's not about the fact that you never know when on earth am I ever going to be able to have a good relationship. This world's not my home. I'm not living for now. So because I'm not living for now, I can be steadfast. I can be unmovable. I can always be abounding in the work of the Lord. You see, the fact is, people are thinking it's about that, so they're having trouble being steadfast. Why is it that people can't seem to keep a prayer life straight? They can't seem to study their Bibles and they, they can't seem to, to to control their tongues and they, they can't seem to keep from sin and addiction. It's because they think well, if I can't get along with this person, then it's pointless. They think because I I'm, I'm still not gonna be able to have that job because I still if I don't what's it matter if I'm praying if I can't get the job of my dreams? What's it matter if I if I can't get along with so and so? What's it matter? Look, if I am living steadfast and immovable for God, then I can't have that friend that If, I, if I'm if i living steadfast and immovable for God, then that means that where they're moving, I can't go. Mm-hmm. Amen. That means that I have to control my tongue. That means that I can't watch what I want to watch. And honestly, this world's not your home. What is going on in this world is really not important. It doesn't matter what's going to happen next season on your TV show. Mm-hmm. You can drop it you can drop it I don't care how addicting that TV show is you can drop it I don't care how much you're excited about the release date of a new album you don't have to listen to it because it's not gonna matter on the other side you can stop you can stop you, can stop. you don't have to keep going on it you don't have to keep listening to it you don't have to keep watching it because this world's not my home. Yeah. This world is not my home. See John chapter 3, verse number 5, Jesus was unloading something pretty similar to what's being said here about being earthly and being heavenly. He said, except a man be born again of the water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter yeah. into the kingdom of heaven born again this doesn't matter anymore this is pointless now this really doesn't matter and nicodemus has his questions he's how can a man be born when he's old Of the water and of the Spirit was Jesus' answer. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not, I said, be born again. The wind blows where it listeth. And you can't tell where it's coming or where it's going. And everyone that's born of the Spirit is the same way. You see, this world can't predict what's going to happen next for someone who's led of the Spirit. How can these things be? Are you a master in Israel and you don't understand this? I say to you, we speak that we know. We testify what we've seen. You receive not our witness. If I've told you of the earthly and you don't believe, how can I possibly tell you about the heavenly? No man has ascended to heaven but he that first descended. Amen. Even the Son of Man, which is in heaven. See, this is supposed to be about being tied up to Jesus. It's not about the it's not about here. It's not about now. It's not about what's going on right now. But we are so tied up in what's going on right now. Amen. So tied up about what's going on right now. Why are we tied up with what's going on right now? Haven't you noticed you're not satisfied? Haven't you noticed you're not satisfied with, 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 with football games and with, with TV shows, with politics, with money? So much of thinking about the money, so much of thinking about the future. The argument for investing, of course, is that you're supposed to invest in something that will outlive you you're supposed to invest in something that's going to outlive you I don't want to invest in something that's going to outlive me because I I don't want to die you see because if I do this I don't die I want to invest in something that's going to live as long as me you see, I, by that I don't mean a growth stock portfolio. I mean the kingdom of God. Amen. You see, you're 20 bucks a month going into shares in multiple different companies. That's great. Wonderful. Your 20% of your income going into uh, X amount of money in different portfolios, etc., That's absolutely awesome. But what if you would put 20% of your income into missions around the world? But I won't be able to leave an inheritance for my kids. Oh, yes, you will. You will leave the inheritance that my dad cared about the kingdom of God. I'm not saying don't invest in the stock market. Sure, great, do it. More power to you. It's wonderful. But that's not my point. My point is, everything, the flower withers and the grass will fade, but the Word of God stands forever. Come on. Come on. I I don't get it. <laughs> See, here here's the thing that I'm having issues with today. Go ahead. It's deathly quiet. Yep. Yeah, that's right. If we're more connected to this world right. you you don't like me telling you that you need to invest in the kingdom of God much more than you need to invest in your stocks and your bonds and your. Here's the thing, I know I've got this issue in some ways. My issue's not money quite so much. My issue is the thing I said earlier, wanting to see the next season of the TV show. That's a lot more me, I understand. The thought of never watching another one of a particular series of movies can tear up some people. What if God wants you to drop it? What if God wants you to kill your Netflix subscription, your Disney Plus subscription, every single one of your TV subscriptions and never watch another one? And that's, Disney Plus includes that in the bundle too these days actually. ASPN, CNN, all of them. Whatever your thing is, delete your Newsmax. Delete your subscription to the Daily Wire if you're into that stuff. What if God wants you to delete it? What if God wants you to stop it? What if God wants you to delete it? This world's not my home. Why does that hurt so much to hear? This world's not my home. Guess what? Paul didn't get to keep up on everything quite the same way we did. Peter didn't get to have all that going on for him. I assure you, if Peter had decided he wanted to watch the modern entertainment of, the, of his day, he probably would have been seized on the way in the door and thrown into the arena himself. He would have become part of the entertainment. You see, but this isn't just about us even, guys. I, I, honestly, I didn't plan to get hung up here. It's not the direction I was wanting to go. But this is what I'm feeling here is We're bumping into we can't be earthly. Amen. We can't be earthly. This world's not our home. It, it says that the time's going to come when you're going to be caught up in the air. Yeah. Right. We're going to be caught up in the air if we're living for God. And guess what? How much is it going to mess you up if the, if the rapture happens before season two comes out of your favorite show? How much is it gonna mess you up if the rapture happens before season two happens? How much is it gonna hurt you if the rapture happens before we can elect another Republican into office? How much is it gonna hurt you if you have to keep on watching the decline of the US dollar? But we're so busy watching the decline of the US dollar that we're missing the decline in church attendance and missions giving in I dare say if you're worried about when season two is coming out more than when Jesus is coming back you're probably gonna get to see season two and not Jesus but there's some stuff that heaven has to offer that's a lot more valuable and a lot more important and a lot more rewarding you see Matthew 24 that day and hour no man knows nor the heaven angels in heaven my father only as the days of Noah were so shall be the coming of the Son of Man they were eating they were drinking they were watching they were marrying and giving in marriage until the day Noah entered into the ark, they knew not until the flood came and it took them away. So shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Then two will be in the field, one will be taken and the other left. Two grinding in the mill, one taken and the other left. Watch, for you know not what hour the Lord comes. Know this, if the good men of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched and he wouldn't have suffered his house to be broken up. Be ye also ready, such an hour as ye think not, the Son of Man doth come. Such an hour as ye think not, the Son of Man cometh. You see, but the good news is, it's even better than the fact that you can be ready and you can go up, you can get caught up in the moment of a twinkling of an eye You can go, and it's even better than that. There's something better than just the fact that you get to go. There's something even better waiting for you on the other side. Something you may not have thought about. Something that sometimes may just not cross your mind. But it's crossing my mind. And as I began to study, I had this thought begin to hit. But I would not have you be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that ye sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. For if we believe Jesus died and rose again... Even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with Him. For this we say to you by the word of the Lord that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. The Lord Himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Guys, we're going to see Donnie and John again. Amen. Memo Mary, Memo Fuller, we're going to see him again. Alex, we're going to see him again. All these people who've gone on before us, you're going to get to see him again. We're going to, we which are alive and remain shall, guess what, guys? Before you ever see Jesus, we'll be caught up with them. Before you ever see Jesus, you get to see Donnie again. Before you ever get to see Jesus, you get to see those who have gone on before us again. Before you ever get to see Jesus, it, it's not that you don't get to see Jesus first. He's we're gonna meet with them to meet the Lord. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Comfort one another with these words. How when's the last time that you heard someone comfort with those words? I don't recall being comforted with those words often enough. We have shifted our perspective so much to God's going to bless you that we're forgetting just a little while longer. Just a little while longer. Brother Jack Cunningham preached a message recently titled Even So Come Lord Jesus. It's the closing words of your Bible. For those of you who have never made it that far on your reading plan. Even so come, Lord Jesus. (laughs) Sorry. Those are the closing words. Even so come quickly, Jesus. Come quickly. And it's the popular refrain of youth ministry is He going to come before I get to get married? Yeah. Is He going to come before this? Is He, is he going to come before that? See, for now it's hard. For now it's hard. It's complicated. Even though when we get there we're going to see streets of gold purer than any gold that you, this world has known. Brother Bernard talked about it in his podcast recently. He was talking about those streets of gold. He said, when's the last time that you asked someone about their vacation? And they said, well, the streets were made of... I remember being on vacation with Bethany, and she was commenting on how weird this particular pavement looked and it wasn't the type that we had in our area. But that's because we hadn't made it out of the car yet. (laughs) Because by the end of the vacation, that wasn't what we told people about it. was what the roads were made of. But John saw the roads and decided to comment on what the roads were made of, the gates were made of, the walls were made of. I'm sorry, but I don't know what material that the walls in my last vacation destination were made of. I'm not a hundred percent sure what the roads were made of. And I for sure couldn't tell you what type of gates they had. Brother Bernard said this, he said, can you imagine, you see we make our roads out of the least valuable stuff we can make them out of, the most common of materials, the least Valuable most common thing in heaven is better than the best gold we have. Purer than any gold on earth. So just think what the most valuable thing in heaven is. But for now it's hard. Because we have to deal with now. This world's not my home, but I live on this world. This world's not my home. But for now, I'm dealing with tribulation, peril, distress, persecution, famine, nakedness, peril, and sword. That sounds familiar. That sounds pretty familiar to me. And if it don't sound familiar to you, it comes from Romans chapter number 8 and verse number 35. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? As it's written, for thy sake we're killed all the day long, we're accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. I'm persuaded, neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen, amen, amen. This world, Jesus put it this way. In this world you will have trouble. But be of good cheer, I've overcome the world. Amen, amen. I have already dealt with whatever you've got to deal with. He was tempted in all points like as we are, yet he didn't sin. You see, I heard. I heard someone put it this way: Jesus never thought of the stuff he was doing as sacrifice. Wow! You see, we we look at it and we say, "Oh, it would be such a sacrifice to go overseas and be a missionary." But Jesus said, "It says that he didn't hesitate at leaving heaven yeah. to be." our Messiah and we think it would be a struggle to go be a pastor it would be a struggle to start preaching I'm afraid of what I would have to do if I were to answer the call of God I'm afraid what I would have to give up if I were to start giving in tithes and offerings and and, and sacrificial giving but Jesus didn't call it that He called it, for God so loved the world that whosoever believes in Him. You see, He gave His only begotten Son. He gave. He didn't sacrifice. He gave. He loved. This world's not my home. You see, if I'm thinking of this world not being home, this is, look, it's it's not even a nice place to visit, but I'm not going to live here not even a nice place to visit there's a few highlights here and there but to me this is not my home this ain't where I'm staying (coughs) I'm not sticking around so how do we handle it how do we handle it how do we put up with this (coughs) How, how do we deal with this thing how, how can we possibly live for something we, we can't see? Amen. How do we live for something that we can't see? I feel like there's a word for this. But faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things not seen. For by it, the elders obtained a good report. Through faith we understand that the worlds were formed by the Word of God. So things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. You see, even what you see, even the wood, the plaster, the concrete, the rocks, the mountains, the the grass, The dust molecules, the viruses. Not made from things which do appear. Not made from things which do appear. By faith, they were able to make it. And I really enjoyed this one because I feel like it really ties up with what we're talking about here. By faith, Abraham, when he was called to go into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance... Obeyed and went out not knowing where he went. By faith he sojourned in the land of promise as in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the promise. For he looked for a city whose hath foundations, whose builder and maker is God. You see, we're looking for that city whose builder and maker is God. We're, we're trying to make it through this world. Right now, how do we get that kind of faith? Faith comes by hearing. by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing comes by the word of God. So, so if we're gonna make it. If we're going to survive this little stint on this planet that's not our home, this world that's not our home, this place that we're just passing through, we're just we're just trying to make it, we're, we're just trying to get through this thing so we can get to the next thing. Actually, that's not what we're supposed to be doing. We're not just trying to make it here. But we're also not getting comfortable here. There's a fine line. So... How do we get the faith to make it through? And then what do we do once we got the faith to make it through? First of all, study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Shun profane and vain babblings, for they will increase unto more ungodliness. You see, there's a lot of stuff that can come into our ears right now. A lot of stuff's coming in our ears, a lot of stuff, profane and vain babblings are coming through, whether it's through a podcast, whether it's through a YouTube video, whether it's through your news stations, whether it's through the current politicians, whether it's through your singers and your rappers and your actors. A lot of profane and vain babblings are going out. instead study this book yeah. to show yourself approved unto God a workman that need not be ashamed because in the last days perilous times are coming absolutely same book second timothy 2 said study to show thyself approved second timothy 3 is where we started today in the last days perilous times are coming so what do we do how, how do we handle this What are we supposed to do while we study the Word of God? Because, well, when you study the Word of God, you'll realize what I said earlier. This world's not my home. home. Peter, Paul, Timothy, Joseph, Daniel, Isaiah, they didn't get to vote for their leaders. The ones with the most choice over their leaders were men like Samuel, who got to anoint their leader. He didn't get to pick him because if he had picked him, we would have heard about the epics of King Eliab. The first son of Jesse. If, if Samuel had gotten his pick, he would, have, he would have voted for David's seven older brothers. Not David. So how do we... what? We study to show ourselves approved and realize that if you really want to influence the next rulers of your nation, maybe you need to do a little more than just pick them in a ballot box, but instead you need to do what Samuel did and minister to them. Do what Daniel did. Get get where you can get in such a position that you can influence them. Or do what Paul did. And convert the members of their household. I don't hear any voting in there. I don't hear any well positioned essays going out into the newspapers. I hear in fact no criticism in there. Samuel never criticized Saul. (laughs) He preached to him. But he didn't criticize him. John the Baptist didn't criticize Herod. He just told him the truth. It got him killed, by the way. By faith, we know that right with God doesn't mean the country agrees with you. Yeah. By faith, we realize that you don't necessarily get to pick the person that you want to be with for the rest of your life based on, their, based on anything but the will of God, says Hosea. Yeah. By faith... By the Word of God, by study, we begin to realize things work different in the Bible. However, so, so by faith we realize we can make it in this world. We get that faith by studying the Word of God. And once we've studied the Word of God, we realize we don't just have to survive. Because the Word of God says, in two chapters after it says, study the Word of God, it says, preach the Word! Be instant, in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long and doctrine. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. After their own lusts, they will heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. They shall turn away their ears from the truth. They'll be turned to fables. But watch thou in all things. Endure afflictions. Do the work of an evangelist. Make full proof of your ministry for i am now ready to be offered the time of my departure is at hand i've fought a good fight i've finished my course i've kept the faith henceforth there's laid up for me a crown of righteousness which the lord the righteous judge shall give me at that day and not to me only but to all them that love His appearing we need to love his appearing we need to preach the word we need to be instant in season and out of season because this world's not my home and I know this world is going to be destroyed they're going to burn with fervent heat they're going to be destroyed can I get someone on music I'm ready to wrap up here I've been way too long and I know it I've been way too long and I know it I'm, I'm sorry but this world's not my home I'm just passing through. My hope is all laid up somewhere beyond the blue. I'm going to wrap up with these verses in Hebrews chapter 12 verses 1 and 2. In Hebrews chapter 12 verses 1 and 2, it says Oh Lord, I got to get there. It sing as we are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses lay aside every weight in the sin which does so easily beset us let us run with patience this race that's set before us looking unto Jesus the author and finisher of our faith who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross despising the shame and is set down at the right hand of the throne here's the key Here's the end. Final note. Set everything else aside and give me Jesus. Look to Jesus. Let's do what Jesus did. I'll deal with whatever this world throws at me. Because I know there's something a lot better on the other side. I know there's something a lot better on the other side of this. Look, I know that because I'm willing to put up with. No, 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 not put up with. Embrace what this world throws at me. Because I'm willing to embrace what this world throws at me. I can do this with joy. I can put aside every weight, every sin. Note it says weight. Netflix subscription's not a sin. Your Facebook account's not a sin. The podcast you're listening to may not be a sin. But music in itself in and of itself not wrong. But it sure can weigh you down. It sure can weigh you down. A sin though. That boy you're talking to could very well be a sin. That 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 particular thing that you're listening to very well. Be. Music in and of itself is not a sin, but a good chunk of it is pumping sin straight into your brain. Lay it aside. This world's not wrong. Want to live here? I'm just passing through. I'm just, I'm just talking my way through it. So, 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 give me Jesus, the author, the finisher of my faith. He's the author. He's the finisher of my faith. He endured the cross. He he embraced the shame because he knew that if he did it it would get someone else to heaven so embrace the shame embrace the foolishness of preaching embrace embrace being a peculiar people chosen generation and a royal priesthood absolutely embrace the holiness lifestyle. Absolutely embrace witnessing and absolutely embrace the call of God. Because this world's no matter. just through. I'm just passing through. Somebody come along. Somebody lay down the weight and the lift it easily. The it's twisting us up. It's messing us up. It's, it's keeping us from our calling. It's keeping us from where we're supposed to go. It's keeping us from Jesus. It's keeping us from heaven. It's gonna weigh you down when the trumpet sounds if we're still tied up in the same old junk. I know, I know, I know you don't. I know it don't look attractive and it don't look easy and it don't look like what I want to do. But you gotta do it. You gotta answer the call. She it. Understand ministry cannot, doesn't just mean preaching, it don't just mean singing, it don't just mean pastor or being an evangelist. But for you it might be, that might be your calling and it's time to step up, answer the call, do what it takes, do what it takes. Because this world's not your home. But it can be. It can be your home. But if you make this world your home, heaven won't be. If you build a home on this earth, heaven's not gonna be your home. Messiah, your home will be destroyed with fire and brimstone. It'll be cast out and up It'll become hell This world's not my home But it can be yours if you want it to be Just don't follow Jesus Just don't embrace the calling Just don't lay down the weight and the sin Stay weighed down And this world can be your home